Hi, my name is DJ Jeffries, and firstly, I'd like to thank you for joining me on this journey that has become the call of liberation. I started this journey because I was very much interested in life's big, big questions, but I also felt that I had call by God to engage and to help show people the things that have been revealed to me. Now, I'm not pretending to know it all, and hopefully I can use this podcast as a way to continue my knowledge, but I would like to share with the world the things that I've already learned, and hopefully they can help the people of God make a difference. Make no mistake, this is a Christian podcast, and I am a practicing Christian, but I would like to make it known that my philosophy as a Christian and as a scholar has always been to challenge assumptions. With that being said, I'd like to get started with today's episode. The theme of today's episode is developing a spirit of inquiry. I'd like to start off by telling a story that I'm not particularly proud of, but that I think needs to be shared. A few days ago, I was walking um, to, to a meetup, a board game meetup, which is something I do in my spare time. And, and I didn't, I wasn't thinking much about it. I, I was just going there. It was kind of cold. I noted that in my head because it had been a little warmer the day before in New York City. As I was walking, I encountered a man who didn't have on shoes. He had on bags. He had bags on his feet. And he was walking very swiftly. And I looked down at him and I took a moment to take in the coldness and, and the situation. And that pause, in that pause, I looked back and he was gone. He, he was walking that fast that he had made it through the block. Also on that block was a shoe store, a discount shoe store. And it became clear to me that in that moment, it wouldn't have taken much for me to stop, grab him by the shoulder and say, hey, can I buy you a pair of shoes? But it was too late. And I crossed the street and I went to my meetup um, as normal. Now I tell this story to say, that was a very clear test for me, and I didn't pass. And I'm ashamed to say that, because if you know anything about me, you know that throughout my life, God has been very generous to me. And I've not always returned that generosity. In my early years, I was devoted, but as I got older, I started to question more, which I don't think there's anything wrong with questioning, but I turned my back away. So I put the burden of proof on God. I said, God, if you're real, prove it to me. And I didn't seek God. And so what ended up happening um, in my life is that I would begin to use current events as justification for 
why God was real. I would wonder, if God is real, why are there people in Africa that are starving? Why are there people in New York City that are starving? Why are there people that are homeless? Why are there people that are poor? You know, where is God in this situation? And as I think about this fact now, it's become clear to me that God is present in the situation and he's trying to do something about it. And the thing he's trying to do about it is he's trying to use his people, the ones who he has, he has given so much to, he's trying to use them. And so, looking back on it, God put me in the perfect situation to make that man's day. To get him a pair of shoes, I had everything. I had the money, the shoe store was on the block, he walked right past me. It wasn't even an inconvenience. It was perfect. God said, God, for all I know, God had told that man, don't worry, I'm going to put my best soldier on. I'm going to set it up so great so that you guys will encounter each other at just the right time. And I know, because I've been so good to him, that he will open up his heart to you. And I hesitated. And that's all it took. God doesn't hesitate on us. So I vowed to myself that I won't hesitate anymore. And I wanted to share this story because if you're out there and you're hesitating, I want to let you know that it's time to act, that God is calling, and it's time to answer. Now, I want to go biblical for a little bit and just talk to you guys about, you know, Jesus. So when Jesus came to earth, he came, and the people he helped weren't the middle class. They weren't, you know, they, they weren't the people who you go to brunch with on Sundays. These were the poor, the sick, the shut out from society, the marginalized. And I go to church on Sundays and I hear of a God who's so kind, who did this, and I say, Jesus, I want to be more like you. But when my opportunity came and missed I missed it. And so the problem is that the people of God often miss their opportunities because we've been so conditioned by society to not see the poor, to not see the homeless, to not see the sick, to not see those who need us the most, and we turn a blind eye. God didn't turn a blind eye on us. So what's interesting is that those poor people that we don't see, that they ask us for money and we turn our head even though we probably have it to give, and we tell ourselves, oh, they're probably going to use it on drugs. So, as if that's some kind of justification to not help. And I, and I know that we don't want to support drug addiction, but even if we can help one person who is on the street and who needs this money to just get something to eat, who are we to make the day? To make the decision that they don't deserve that. We look down on them and we say, oh, you shouldn't be begging. And the underlying assumption is that you're in that situation because of your actions. But in reality, 
Sometimes it's a lot more complicated. And so we ask God for things every day. The people of God ask God for things every day. We beg God, but God doesn't look down on us and look past us. Instead, he gives it to us so that we can help him and give to others. And we need to use our gifts for that reason. Now, I was listening to a podcast recently, um, and in the podcast, the man, uh, the speaker, talks about, he tells a story. And there's a story of a man who really needed to win the lottery. He, he needed to win the lottery. Like, there was a lot of things going on in his life. They needed to win the lottery. So he asked God, God, please, let me win the lottery. And uh, he didn't win the lottery. And so he asked again, God, please let me win the lottery. And he didn't win the lottery. And he asked over and over again. And so he got to a point where he was so desperate that he said, God, I really need to win the lottery. And you're there. I'm going to jump off this mountain. And the voice of God yelled to him and said, Please help me buy a ticket. And I say that story to say, a lot of times we're asking God to solve these big problems like homelessness, like mass deportation, and all these things that are going on in this world that are horrible that we've become so numb to. And we haven't bought our ticket. We haven't tried to use our gifts to help. Because God has given us so much that we can help. And we need to do it. And so I said I wanted to engage with the the scripture. And so I'll just give you a little bit about what the scripture says in terms of giving. So in Hebrews 13 and 16, the word of God says, Do not neglect to do good and share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. And yet, we are here. Um, the Bible also says uh, in Proverbs 22 and 9, whoever has a bountiful eye will be blessed for he shares his bread with the poor. Proverbs 19 and 17, the one who is gracious to the poor lends to the Lord and the Lord will repay him for his good deed. Now I think that one is so important in terms of what we've been talking about today. Because that verse says that when you lend to the poor, and I don't even want to take lend, when you give to the poor, you give to God. So that's why this is such a powerful lesson that I learned today, and I hope that you guys can learn it as well. God walked right past me, barefoot, with plastic bags on his foot. He saw me on a block where there was a discount shoe store where I had the money, I had the time, I had everything. I was in the perfect position, and I just let God, just let God walk. I hesitated, and the Lord come to me, and it was time to act. But trust this, people of God, we will hesitate no more, and we will stand strong, and we will answer the call of God. See, the thing about God is, he comes to us, not just one time. You know, you might fail a test, but you got a chance for redemption. 
And, and we need to use that chance. So I've noticed in my life, just looking back on it being reflective, that God has come to me many times in many different forms. And I haven't always done the right thing. But it's become clear to me and I've learned the lesson from it. And so when God comes to me, I'll be ready to answer it, no matter what form he comes in. Because every day we have a chance to give it. Every day we have a chance to do good. Every day we have a chance to help our brother and our sister. And today should be the day that we take it. God is calling to us. And it's time to take that call. It's time to take the call of generosity. It's time to take the call of kindness, of love. It's time to take the call of compassion. And it's time to give to God what he has given to us. Because he said yes when we needed it. And yet we say no. No more. No more. Now, people of God, the title, the theme of this podcast is Developing the Spirit of Inquiry. And I want to talk about the spirit of inquiry in terms of ancient philosophy. So, a lot of times you won't hear Christians talk about Plato. But I want to talk about it because I think there's an important lesson to do. So one of the stories Plato is famous for is the allegory of the cave. And just to give you a brief summary, the allegory of the cave, you have these people who are in a cave and they're chained. They're chained in the cave and they're face, facing the wall. So the only, but there's a fire burning behind them. And occasionally people and animals will walk, they walk behind them, but in front of the fire, so they see a shadow. They see shadows in the wall. Well, once you've been chained up for so long, those shadows that you're looking at on the wall start to become the reality. And you don't feel the need to question it because this is what reality is. This is what it looks like. This is this is the wall, you know, and this is my understanding of it. So in the story, one of the prisoners gets free and he goes into the real world. And it's so bright that he's just blinded. He's blinded. But eventually he begins to see, first he can see, you know, reflections of things in the water. And eventually he can look straight at things. Finally, he can look at the sun in all its glory and see what's going on. He is amazed, so amazed, that he knows he has a responsibility to go down and tell the other prisoners. And so he goes down. And when he goes to tell the other prisoners, they think he's going crazy. And they beat him um, as he tries to free them. And so this story has been taken in many, many, interpreted many ways. But what I always get from the story is the importance of 
finding it for yourself. Finding it for yourself. So we live in a society where the poor and the shut out are punished. Where it's illegal to ask for help. Where we just don't want to look at them. That's our society. Um, and so I can just see in my head just walking by and seeing my mind just erase them in the past. No more. Because when I heard the voice of God call me and say, listen, you walked right past, you let me pass by with no feet, with, with no shoes. That's when I realized that every day I walk past God in the subway station. Every day I walk past God. Just poor people on the street. Every day we read about God and refugee crisis and uh, wars going on in other countries and deportation and Racism, we read about God in all these different forms and we turn a blind eye and we live our lives and we put our heads down and we say, if I could just get through this day. We think when we get to God, we'll say, oh God, but I didn't contribute to it actively. And God will probably reply, but I asked for your help and what did you do to help me? So that's why I challenge you all to challenge your beliefs, to challenge your concept of what God is, to challenge your concept of what your fellow humans are. Because God, when he comes back or when he comes to us, he won't come to us as the president of the United States. He won't come to us as this major, powerful, influential person. When Jesus came to earth, he hung out with the poor people. Why wouldn't you think he's still not there? Why would you think that he abandoned them? He hasn't abandoned them. And he's crying out to his people who he's put in a position to help, to help. Because he's there with them. And he's trying to send help. And we need to answer that call. So going back to the spirit of inquiry, ask yourself, how can I answer that call right now? Ask yourself, where is God speaking to me, asking me for help, and I'm ignoring him, and I'm not picking up that phone? And answer it, because your life will be defined by your decisions. And look, we won't always get it right. I didn't get it right. But we need to learn from our mistakes because we can do better. God has done better for us. He's known us. He knows us. He loves us. He's loved us. He's been with us every step of the way. And we, the people of God, his people should seek to help. My name is DJ Jeffries, and I just want to thank you guys for joining me. And I hope you'll take the call when God comes to you.
in every way that God comes to you. Thank you. For more information on this podcast or me, the host, DJ Jackets, you can visit us on the web at www.calloflibration.com. Thank you for listening.